Yeah. So how do you use one come off the rails in a movie theater? I'm curious. So I went to one of these uh, fancy movie theaters Damn here in right downtown that serves alcohol. And it was Friday after work. And I was like, this is going to be fun. I'm going to take the train home. It's going to be a great time at, at this movie theater. So I had a beer on the way. So I stopped at a, at a bar on the way because uh, the bar was going to be open at the movie theater. And then I got two gin and tonics and a glass of wine at the during the movie. How long was the movie? Um, it was like 30 minutes. <laughs> it was probably like two hours. It was the Nicolas Cage movie, the new Nicolas Cage movie. Mm. It was great, by the way. Would recommend. And then I spent, yep. Yeah, I remember she was saying she was going to go to, uh, I think on Friday you were mentioning that Nicolas Cage. I said The Rock. Nobody knew what the hell I was talking about. And then <laughs> Dr. Stanley Goodspeed. And then she, yep. she goes, you know, I went hard to the hoop once on Thursday. She runs a full court press a couple days a week. I'll be honest, that that did not sound like one of your better. It, uh, that seems like kind of like middle of the road for you. It wasn't. It wasn't the worst. I think yeah. it was like I was like, oh, I want to get a G and T, and then I, but I was like, the money was stacking up. I was like, I'm not going to yeah, spend two hundred dollars at okay, this movie theater. So, did you have any other drinks the rest of the night? No, nah, it was just it. I, I, uh, that part's surprising. Yeah. I, well, I had an early day. I had water pool at 7 a.m. I had to be in Oxnard at 7 a.m. the next day. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go too hard that Damn. evening. You got to sneak it in, Emily. Come on. <laughs> I should have. I should have. But, um, and then I saw another movie yesterday in the theater as well, but I decided not to go get alcohol, but I got a lot of food. What'd you see? I saw Everything Everywhere All at Once. Was the, it's the one of the best movies I've seen in years. Amazing. Definitely ever, everyone should go see what, it. What, I don't know the movie. So, Everything Everywhere All at Once. <laughs> I, know, I know the name of it now. So, it's out in theaters. It's a movie uh, Mace is in now. Have you seen the movie, Mace? Yes. Love the movie. It's it's so, so good. So the basic of the movie, right, is so that it's a Chinese-American family, uh, and they're in Los Angeles, uh, presumably, and the mother and daughter have, like, a kind of a strained relationship. And uh, they're trying to plan this party, and then it opens up this kind of Multiverse. They're trying to get their taxes done with Jamie Lee Curtis, and yeah. they they opened up. Jamie Lee Curtis is the accountant. Yeah, it's she's amazing in the movie, by the way. I like and her. then it opens up all these multiverses. Honestly, I was gonna text Alan. I think you would love this movie, yeah. mm. Trav. It will keep you entertained. So that's one thing I think will get you. But would not could not recommend more. This is the movies that you want in theaters. Like this is if, if you're gonna be like the anti like Marvel stuff. This is what movies should be about. Anyway, that's Mace my got thing. excited. Yeah, there's yeah, a guy yeah, in the Mace. movie named Ki Hui Kwan who, yeah. if you go back and you look at the history of movies when they did uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, he was the little kid. Yeah. He was wow. short. The, the the Chinese, yeah, uh, the little kid that went along yeah. with him. He was in the Goonies too. And he was in the Goonies. Then he disappeared for 20 years. Was completely out of the business because there weren't enough uh, roles for uh, Asian. Uh, Asian men and uh, just came back. He saw Crazy Rich Asians and said, "Look, I've got a career again." Made this movie and it is—it's it's so the good. best movie of the year. Wow. Best movie of the year. So good, amazing movie. Again, I cannot highly recommend this movie anymore. Are you going out? Did they sell you on it? This is the problem. The problem is, I'm sold. I don't need any more than just that. I mean, Mace left his studio, jumped yeah. in to share a mic with Emily, so he could talk about how much he liked it. Why do I feel like? Now that everything is churned towards go watch it, you're giving it. You're not giving it as much thought. I, I, I it wasn't on my radar to start, so I didn't have a jumping off point. How about now? All I know, I mean, that they both liked it says something. It'll keep you entertained. It is yeah, a it is a action packed movie. I don't care how good the restaurant was. You thought, well, you know, that's their preference. How about new? <laughs> I mean, 
If you, do, I'll watch it 100%. Do, 100%, do, 100% do, I'll go you see it. You will love it, Alan. You won't go see it I'm not going to see that movie. You won't go see but it. That's, and that's why it, I didn't has, text you. It has nothing to do with that movie. I don't go see very many movies at all. You know what I mean? So that's probably something that would help. not be tied help. on the list. With what? So when people are giving you, because I'm very curious here what goes on. When people are giving you, hey, this was really, really good. I can tell you exactly. Like in this particular instance. Yeah. I've I've never really had an extended conversation about movies with Mace. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he and I jive on movies. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't know. So maybe we do, and he's giving me a great recommendation. recommendation. But the fact of the matter is, I don't know. I've never had it. Most of the movies that Emily likes are movies that don't really land great with me. Mm -hmm. So that recommendation is kind of like, okay, I'll take it with a grain of salt because I don't know. I think she likes different things than I do. Mace and I have no background. If you... If you, I'll go see it told before me, you see it, and then I'll let you know. Yeah, you 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 and I are a little bit more closely aligned mm-hmm. when it comes. I don't see very Lethal many Weapon movies. Three. <laughs> Hold on, go go. You got two Top more. Top Gun go. Two. Die, die Hard. Die Hard. You got one more to go. The Rock. Oh, four. You forgot about The Rock. You have one more. And Come on. Who's in the Who's in the building today? Godfather. There you go. Oh yeah, that one. The, the, that one's uh, that one. <laughs> it's like the San Diego. That, but that one's actually a really good one. The other ones are the two that you saw. Which one did you like more? Uh, everything everywhere all at once I liked more the Nicolas Cage the unbearable weight of massive talent is a uh, so funny amazing it, I saw the trailer though. for that that did look it funny. is and, and very I like good. Nick Cage he's kind of a, a, a an entertaining crazy guy so that's good it's got it's, the guy from narcos in mm-hmm. it what's his name uh, Pablo no what's his name it's uh I, I had it he's too. in everything all of a sudden like all the, the oh, guy, are we back tonight is there a new episode yeah, it is, and they need to do better. You're talking about Better Call Saul. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm finally figuring yeah, you tonight. out. Where you just make these wild turns, but now I'm with you. I, I, I'm with you on this. Yes, I'm looking forward to it tonight. It was Pedro Pascal. By Pedro the way. Pascal. That's it. Not Pablo. Pedro. Pedro Pascal is in Narcos. He's been in a million different things. But it's great. it's very meta, and and Nicholas Cage is in on the joke, and that's what makes it funny. Well, he yeah. See, when you're a genuine crazy person, if you're in on it, it's really super fun. It's when you're kind of on the outside and you take yourself a little bit too seriously that that stuff doesn't go the right way. Nick, Nick Cage is the perfect amount of self-aware. I haven't seen. I don't even know the last Nicolas Cage movie I saw. Leaving Las Vegas, Con Air. You, you, you're an action movie. Like it might all have been of these Con movies Air. are action movies. Do you do you want something a little more slow, a little more drawn out, a little more character driven, or you just want stuff no, I, blowing I, up? Here's the reality. I actually action. I know it sounds kind of funny because I keep mentioning these. Action movies don't really appeal to me. Like I don't go out every of my movie way. you reference is an action movie it, it, or a mob movie. Those might be the best action <laughs> movies. I just want a good movie. I don't care what it is, as long as it's got a good storyline and it just kind of fits. It doesn't matter the type of movie as long as it's a good movie. Can I can I try to tell you guys on one more thing? So it is the offer. It's coming out on Paramount Plus this Friday. The offer, and it's about the making of the Godfather. Oh yeah, so I, it's a TV series that. about yep. the making of the Godfather. Yeah. That, so that's an, that's my is last it, recommendation. Is it fictionalized or is yes, it it's like a fictionalized? It's not a drama. Okay, I'm sorry, it's not a documentary. Funches and I, we've already talked about how we're going to get together every <laughs> night for that. Yeah, Funches yep. is kind of in the Travis lane when it comes to your Godfather recommendations. Hundred yeah. percent. We'll see what it is. ESPN Radio is brought to you. By Progressive Insurance. USC had their spring game this weekend. You said there are 33,000 people right, at this me, game. Let me properly set this up. All okay? right. So Saturday went in, did the uh, did the show with Jim Hill, uh, the CBS show with Jim Hill. 
Uh-huh. So part of the conversation was going to be <clears throat> part of the conversation was going to be different topics that were going on. Did I just hype this thing up about what happened on Saturday with SC because I kind of had to do it, or do you think there was some true hype behind it? They had a spring game. The only nationally televised spring game was USC, and it's at the Coliseum. Pre-COVID, they had 2,000 fans that showed up. They had 33,000 that showed up on Saturday. There's obviously a lot of hype behind Lincoln Riley, a lot of hype behind USC. Uh, Oregon loses their coach. Uh, Chip Kelly and the UCLA Bruins, they went 8-4 and four last year. But do you really kind of – do you feel like, okay, UCLA is going to win the Pac-12 South? We'll see what happens. Utah, remember those two games they beat Oregon, they end up winning the Pac-12. Yep. Am I making a big deal about this that – SC was the only school on national uh, on on a national stage for a spring game. I, I'm curious as to what the rest of the ESPN programming grid looked like. Right, that that's the part to me that that was my first instinct. Like, okay, did they obviously didn't have the NBA? Is it on oh, ABC or was it on Turner Cornhole Speed? Was that Chase Tag? They have Tag, yeah, on, tag. on ESPN now too. Um, I don't think it's nothing. I think it's probably more of a, a show something for SC. It has to. Well, Alabama wasn't on there. Auburn wasn't they on didn't there. Have a game, but LSU wasn't on there. They were choosing SC over those other schools. I looked at the rundown. Yep. There are two other schools that had spring games that day that would be competition. Oklahoma and Oregon also had their games. Those are two pro – Oklahoma in particular, mm-hmm. right? USC's brand is probably more – Oregon's third in that group, and I'm trying to think between Oklahoma and SC. It's SC. I think so, too. I think so, too. Had it been Auburn or Alabama or LSU or Florida or Georgia or Ohio State or one or Clemson or one of those things, then I think you're talking about something. I think it was more of a programming thing than anything else because I saw it on the guide as I was flipping channels. Yeah. But I didn't hear anybody talk about it. I didn't, see, I didn't see any stories about, oh, this guy looked great or that guy did not look great or this or the offense looked incredibly dynamic. L.A. is a really interesting place for a variety of reasons. But when it comes to our sports, we're, we're, we're re- with the exception, I think, of the Lakers. I'm going to carve the Lakers out and slide okay. them over here. They're, they, they fall into this category. But for the most of the rest of it, we're kind of like, let me know when it starts and let me know if we're good. We get into the drama of the Lakers leading up to it. But the rest of them, the SC thing is, okay, we got the right coach. Yep. But when they open the season, then I'll jump in. The The buildup, it's not Birmingham, spring Alabama. Game. Look, spring game's not. But it is a big deal in other places where they look forward to this all year long. Which is the reason why I say spring, just a spring game in general is not big. There's no, there's no, especially in L.A., was everybody going out of their way to say, I got to be at the Coliseum? 33,000 fans were, which is great. But I think there's a little hype there. And you're right about, listen, they, they got to, once the season starts, now if they start off 4-0, 5-0, if SC starts, and by the way, the schedule is favorable for them this year. I think the only road games you have, your, I want to say at St- Stanford, at Utah, and at Notre Dame are your three road games. Mm-hmm. Those are the tough ones. But you're not doing Oregon. You're not doing uh, a couple of these other uh, uh, tough matchups as well. I felt like there was something there, whether it was picking a different school, whether it was, like you just mentioned, just happened to be from a programming perspective, they put SC there. There's, It's the hot, shiny new toy right now in college football. We'll see if they can live up to those expectations. Their schedule out of the shoot oh, it's, is really set up for oh, people yeah. to get excited about. Oh, yeah. Rice, mm-hmm. Stanford, Fresno State, Oregon State, Arizona State, Washington State. What's that? One, two, three, four, five. Your first six games – 
you should win. Which ones are on the road? Stanford's uh, on the road? Stanford, Oregon State are on the road. The other four are at home. Bro. And then you got to go at Utah, which is a tough, tough game. Tough one. And then at UCLA and get Notre Dame. That schedule is a joke. Well, th- this is the year. You know how it's always every other yeah. year usually? This is the year that you could kind of pile on. That's That'll be interesting because it'll be really hard to tell. Are they good or are they just playing terrible teams? People will get excited. True. People will get excited. But that is a can you have, really crummy Can schedule. you have by the time, I think they play UCLA November 19th, can USC and UCLA being in a, be in a meaningful game for the Pac-12 South at that part of the year? See they what should, happens. They, they better be. Even with that with that schedule, they absolutely better be. All right, listen up. You want to be a part of a private party with the Lombardi Trophy coming up on May 12th? You get to take a picture with the trophy. You get to celebrate the Rams Super Bowl championship. You get to listen to the entire show today for your chance to win passes for you and a friend. Your two passes to our private Lombardi party, May 12th at Hollywood Park Casino. Mason, Steve Mason, is going to be hosting that party, a Rams souvenir. And you got a chance to win Rams, autographed merch, and more. But you got to be listening all day long to get it done. Slee's not going to like this. The NFL is encroaching on his territory. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I don't know if you know how lucky you just got. She shoplifted. <laughs> Emily she comes shoplift. into the studio during uh, the break, and she has, is that a denim jacket? Yeah, white denim jacket. White denim jacket. Dolce & Gabbana. Uh, it's a new jacket that she said she just, and it has the little security tags, yep. so the little thing yeah. that they take off the, the counter. Well, yeah. And the, the tag is still on. There's $3,300. <laughs> <laughs> and you removed it yourself, and the ink didn't go everywhere? Okay, well, this is news to me. I didn't know that there was ink in one of those things, so I was what like, what did you oh, think just, was in it? I don't know. I just I thought just that thought was impossible take to take off. off. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, okay, well, then I'm just going to try to rip it off, see what happens. And then it and just came it off. And, and then the jacket. And then, tra- and then Taylor was like, is there any ink? And I was like, right. what ink? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, no, it's, it's fine. I'm fine. I did not shop with this, though. You got like You did, I, you I went did to, pay for your garment. <laughs> I did pay. Uh, it was, thank you, Old Navy. <laughs> did I ever tell the story one of the first times I was going on Spectrum? This one of the first times I was ever going on Spectrum. Never seen you there. Okay. I forgot. Final lastly. I forgot. Bradley. I forgot. <laughs> no, this is uh I forgot my I forgot my jacket. Your coat? Yes. For your suit. Coat for my suit. This is one of the first times I'm going on Spectrum. I forgot the coat to my suit. You left it at home, you left it in the car. What'd I left you do? it at home. Okay. And by the time you get down to El Segundo, this is a it's four a o'clock, whatever it's it a wrap. is. I basically, if I went back and I came back, they'd have been two hours done with the show. Okay, <laughs> if I went to go get my coat. Okay. So I'm trying to play it calm, cool, and collective. I get down there, and I got th- I got down there a little early, so I, I kind of gave myself a little bit of cushion. And I'm like, now I'm freaking out because I don't realize until I go to the back of my seat and I I notice I don't have my 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 coat with me. 
So I end up going. There's a Nordstrom rack in El Segundo. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to freaking go down there. I got to find a suit. I got to hope it's close as fitted as possible. Black or gray or navy blue, whatever you're going with. Just go with whatever I'm going to go with. I go down to Nordstrom Rack. I find a suit. Kind of get fortunate. I find a suit. I grab the suit and, you know, I try it on for a quick second, blah, blah. And then I leave. I go back to Spectrum. I go to Spectrum's uh, clothing. I go to, not their clothing, their little dressing area, whatever. I put on the suit. They didn't take the tag off. The security bar. The security bar off the pants. <laughs> so I go, I'm I'm already cutting it on time. You got to do, there's a certain time you got to go put the so makeup on. So you're at on. the studio at this now point. Now I'm at the studio. I have to go back to Nordstrom Rack to get this thing off. Where was it in the pants? It was it was visible. And there, back in the days, there were two shows you used to do. One of them used to do, there's no, there's no desk. Okay. So you're standing up, you're sitting <laughs> in a chair, and you're question. fully exposed. Okay. So I go back to Nordstrom Rack. I'm like, guys, and you know Nordstrom Rack, I don't know if you've ever been. The line, it basically it starts in Manhattan, yes. and it goes all the way through to El Segundo. Yes. Okay? And there's traffic at 4.30, 5 o'clock, whatever right. it is. Odd. Yeah, very Almost weird, never right? down there. Never happens on a weekday. I go back to Nordstrom Rack, and I'm telling them, I'm like, guys, the freaking tag is on. you got to take the tag <laughs> off. I'm wearing the pants. Because <laughs> my thought is they're going to take it off. Well, usually the thing's on the counter. What is the little magnet to to dislodge the, yeah. the tag? True too. Yeah, true too. So but, do you have to lay on the counter? Now he hops up on the counter. <laughs> yeah. Here, just put your leg up there like you're getting it sawed off. Uh, that's awesome. No, the guy says, "Well, we can't take it off." They can actually. They, there's there's a device they can use to okay. take it off. He's like, "But you gotta take you gotta take your pants off." I'm like, "Listen to me, I don't have time for this. You guys didn't do this. I'm not gonna explain those stories. Can you please just take it off." He took it off, hustled back, got there with like 15, <laughs> 10 minutes to spare. I was hoping this story ended with them trying to take it off and the ink spraying all over your suit. Yeah, nerve-wracking <laughs> that moment was. Spectrum, like, who's this idiot that we'd let come in here that A, forgets his jacket, and then B, doesn't have the tag off while he's doing okay. a, a visual. But the most important part is yeah. you took the suit back afterwards and returned no, kept it, the suit. Right? Did you really? Yeah, I kept the suit. That's it's actually, a, it was a, a good suit. <laughs> It's good too. I guess so. Just had to get it fitted a little. I bit. would have said, "Listen, all I need is the jacket. It's good. I'm going to bring it back in an hour. Just yeah, I'll, I'll, can I rent it? I'll, I'll pay like a ten dollar rental fee, or you can just charge me the whole thing. I'm literally going to bring this. If back If I didn't in like the suit, I would have taken it back for but, sure. But I like the suit for sure. Emma, do you have something you want to say? Well, I was going to say I was uh, hoping that they were going to do movie magic with this uh, with this clip. They were going to say, "Okay, no worries. We're going to put a graphic we'll over this." <laughs> yeah, we're fixing it. Post. We're going to graphic right. over this, and then no, you no. have like just a floating emoji over I was, your. I was uh, waiting pin. for them to fix it, and they were going to say, "Yeah, you just don't come on." Yeah, we fixed it. We don't have an issue now. <laughs> One of our other people I have an issue. You, I have a feeling your panic level was at uh, about a nine and a half. It was awful. <laughs> about a nine and a half. Are you bummed out that the NFL is basically going to kill the uh, Hell no. Christmas games this weekend Absolutely or this year? Not. No. So what, what are they no going to have? They're going to have three games. They're going to do triple header. lands on a Sunday. Right? Yeah, they're going to do Christmas lands on a Sunday this year. So they're going to do a triple header, which means that the NBA what what's a five thing? Uh, what's a oct? No, that's eight. What's five? Pent a penta header. Mm-hmm. Penta header that the that the NBA has start at 10 a.m. go all yeah, the way to all day yeah. basically there's there's NBA basketball all day and the it's just the NFL is King Kong right they come in and they're just the biggest baddest show in the world I wonder what that does to the NBA as a consumer 
listen, the more sports you're throwing on on these days, I think it's fantastic. So I'm, I'm all for it. The only thing, my only beef with the NFL is stop putting the Lions and Washington <laughs> on freaking Turkey Day. Get those squads off there. Well, I've got to see the Cowboys one more the, time. The, the cow, it's the Cowboys I think and it's the Cowboys, Lions. Washington, and Detroit It's ca- the Cowboys and Detroit. Washington's on there frequently, but they're not a regular part of the rotation. The, the, other, the other two are. Stop that. The difference is, is by the time you get to Christmas, that, that, those games could be very, very meaningful. Mm-hmm. The, those games could be a very big deal in the grand scheme because at that point you only have two weeks of the regular season left. It will take some air out of the NBA. No question about it, Will. Because that's kind of the unofficial beginning of the NBA season, right? right. That's and kind of the day where you say, okay, we've been playing for a month and change. Uh, basically it, two months in. Yeah. With still four months left to go. That's the problem. I, they, this is why the NFL – you know what it is? We talk about all the things. The NFL is this and compared to Major League Baseball and the NBA and all these things. The reason the NFL is so much better as a TV product than mm-hmm. these other things is that the games matter. Week 9 actually matters to the outcome of the entire season. The Christmas Day games don't. We spent a talking about the Dodgers and Cody Bellinger and Mookie You Betts. said this was a must-win series it, it's for just, the Dodgers. It, it's one of the – they won two out of three. You know, yeah, they're going to – they lose two out of three. You know, okay, whatever. It doesn't yeah. really make – there's there's just so many games along the way. If the NFL shows up on your day, they're going to smash you. But that that's just more to do with the sport, right? If the NBA only it's the played, regular season, the NBA only played What's twenty per- games. Commissioner for a day, Adam Silver is how what, many what, NBA games? Yes, or baseball? NBA, NBA. I heard a proposal the other day. Can when, I can, wait before you say it? I, I'm not going to say it, but when I heard it, I'm like, that is that sounds ridiculous. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, let me give the number. Huh? I think sixty is a good number. Okay, sixty. Is Why sixty? I think you get enough regular season games to where they're, you're playing still a lot of the franchises. Maybe instead of playing one team four, you're now playing them three. You get every opponent in the Eastern Conference. And I think on top of that, 60 games will go by pretty fast. It, it, it will. So you, you're landed really close to the proposal I heard. The number that I heard was 58, and here's why. You play everybody twice. It's 58 games. 30 teams in the league. That leaves 29 other teams. I like that. You play everybody twice. That's 58 games. I like that. And when I heard that, I'm like, well, that's not enough. Until you do the math, like, no, it's enough. Isn't that perfect? It's enough. Isn't that a great idea? That idea, of, and I get it. You're not going to get a series against the Warriors, or you get you get two home and home. Okay, everybody home it's and fine. home, and all of a sudden, because you don't have a perfect idea of who's good, you got a pretty good idea. But this idea of coming in, like, yeah, well, maybe they missed some games. Maybe you didn't see it. You don't know what those matchups are. There's a lot more intrigue going into it at that point. You know what kills the NBA is they already have milked the playoff. So you can't say, okay, we're going to play 58 games, but we're going to expand the playoff. You can't expand the playoffs. You've already expanded it to 10 it's, games. Well, I was going to say that everybody's in already. Anyway, we got twenty. We got two-thirds of the league in the playoffs. What's, what's the right – I think I have a number for baseball too. It's 100. I was going to say 120. Yeah, I just it's basically cut it in thirds, right? Take, take a third of it off. We were talking ch- instead of chunks of 60, which is a little bit high, it's like chunks of – what is it? It's What's a third of 150? Yeah, it's, if you did 50, 50 games, brings you to 150. A hundred, a hundred sounds right. A hundred sounds right. It's a That'd round number. Fifty-five would be. A third. I, I've been saying this forever. Fifty-five, so it'd be one ten would be about a third. And I know that baseball loves its old grainy black and white footage from a million years ago. Baseball should play the World Series in in in, in August, August and September. Get it done. Get it done before football shows up. Because as much as I love baseball, once football's cranked up, kind of kind of takes a back seat. Yeah, you know, it's funny that 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 part doesn't bother me. 
baseball postseason, I'm okay with it. Even I love if there's it. There's good NFL games on. I'm still okay but with you're having flipping that on. back and forth Sunday night. There's going to be a Sunday night game. How about the it? NFL? Just came in. What's your NBA? What's your biggest day? Swing, cool. Let's do Christmas. Swinging it around, just like we're here. We're putting three games here. If you don't like it. Tough for you. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Factor cap coming up next, and one of us needs a burner. It's coming up. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm extremely lucky. I didn't know how lucky I was going into today, so now I'm just going to go buy some lottery tickets, you know? Just just test my luck out there. <laughs> there you go. Push uh, it. What's the movie called again? <laughs> Everything, Everywhere, Top All gun. at Once. <laughs> it's amazing. Watch the trailer, Alan. Watch the trailer. I think you'll like it. Okay, so uh, this morning I saw a bagel place in Charlottesville that I love called Photos Bagels posted that one of their employees was late to work because that employee works on a farm and their farm was their car was surrounded by cows. Looking at and it was it was a very funny video. So there are good reasons to be late. Travis, factor cap. Yeah, there are. There are just not a lot of them, right? It happens every once in a while, right? Where you're like that cows break it free from their their pasture and surround your car that is a good reason to be late from work that what were we talking about the other day where the mountain lion was in the front of the house i get it. i'm not coming out of the house there's a damn mountain lion right there but the the more traditional reasons like oh there was traffic or i spilled a cup of coffee on my pants those are bad reasons to be late to work but the the more extreme ones and i do like the uh the cows breaking out and surrounding your car. Sure, there's good reasons. All to right, be late wh- for where work. does car broke down lay in? This? Well, break down is in the engine blew up on the freeway. That's a good excuse. Yeah, that that that. I mean, you can't run out of gas. But that, that how many? T- no, running out of gas is That's not your a fault. good excuse. Yeah. Traffic is not a good excuse. You know, once even here, mm-hmm. once in a blue moon, there's just something that's completely beyond something your control. That happens, yeah, it does. Not that often. If, because you in LA, traffic. there's always traffic. You need to plan for it. If, okay. if something takes you 20 minutes with no traffic, you better give, give you an yourself example. an hour. Let me give you an example. There was, I don't know, maybe six months ago or so. Remember I was driving in, and all of a sudden I had to turn back around, and I ended up doing the show from the Comrex because they decided that they were going to do – the road was closed on the, on the 101. 110. Or, I'm sorry, the 110. On the 110. What else you need to know, know about seriously. your commute? Literally 110 to the one. If you're going on the 101 from Pasadena to here, you're going the wrong way. I'm just telling right. you that you, you've, really, you've really taken a circuitous route to get there. Only two lanes. Yeah. So they close off one. 
I can't really prepare for that. That's not your fault. Something like that can happen at any time, and if it does, I think there's some circumstances where it's it's kind of out Here, of your Here's control. the other thing, though. So you're never late. So if you said to me, hey, listen, they got one of the lanes. I, so, yeah, cool. But when it's every week there's a, hey, you're not going to believe what happened to me. That's different. That's, I'm talking about like an yes. actual scenario yes. on the wrong freeway. Taylor? Yeah, like Trav said, uh, my grandma died again. You know, you can only use that. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> you can only use that excuse so many times. Yeah, yeah. But snow, I think, is a good excuse, too. Um, that'd be a, that'd be an original one in California. Yeah, here <laughs> would make sense. Snow, snow and Lake, and Lake Arrowhead, I put chains on, and there was nothing. Not no one can get You got to get used to it. Laguna Niguel has some out-of-nowhere snowstorms that'll just, just wipe weather. you out. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to stay home for weather. weeks. So windy. Okay, so next, I saw on Twitter, obviously I don't think that um, he is running it himself, but Anthony Edwards' dog has a Twitter called Ant Jr., where he will go and tweet out like during the game and all this stuff, essentially saying things that Anthony, Dave, Anthony Edwards wouldn't say himself. So, rookie needs a burner. Fat, uh, Alan, factor cap. <laughs> so he can say the things that you rookie can't say. Needs a burner. I just don't fall into that world, you know? I just don't fall into it. Like now, you got to actually maintain the account. You got to be a creative. You got to come up with stuff. Just don't. This it sounds like extra work. That's what somebody with a burner would say, though. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like extra work. I, I, I yeah, it, it does. I, I don't have enough interest. I took Twitter, Instagram, all that is off my phone. Yeah, so I'm only using the computer for it. Feels pretty good, doesn't it? Pretty damn good. It feels so. I barely have enough interest in those platforms to use them under my own name. How but about I, TikTok? <laughs> can't can't get me off of it. But Emily, to your question, it's I've actually thought at times of creating a secondary account that's you know John Smith or whatever it is, and just kind of really letting some things rip that I would never just say. say what you think. Yeah, exactly. Without, Not be attached to Mickey Mouse. Yes, exactly. But uh, then I'm like, eh, you gotta remember another password. Seems like a lot of work. It, it's this nothing also... but more work. I have no interest. And who's in who's gonna work. care what you say? Nobody. This also interests me. Nobody. Sleep. That you, okay, now that you say you don't have Twitter, Instagram on your phone, so you, when drunk, last Thursday, had your laptop out tweeting all this stuff about the NBA game. I did, because I had, remember I told <laughs> you guys, I, don't believe, I, believe, I, I just find that, that so funny, though. Like, I completely You have your, your little Mac out doing work in... <laughs> no, because remember I told you guys there was two games on. NBA TV had a game, and yeah. then TNT had a game. So I, I don't even TNT. know which game was on which TV, but you can <laughs> skip NBA the TV, NBA TV game. NBA TV, I could only watch it on my laptop. So that's why I was watching on there. But there's actually a lot of times I'll have a game going or I'll be watching Better Call Saul. I have my laptop open. I, I, I I'll will get have it done. on there, Casey. See, Emily, what you haven't factored in yet, that little phone screen for certain people is, mm. very, is very hard to see. Right. <laughs> there's not a lot that looking at it on a laptop screen but it's not is even that. It's, it is for me. It's the amount of time you spend doing nothing on there. Your phone is what you have always in your hand. The amount of time I spend scrolling doing nothing when I do have Twitter or I have some of these other Instagram or whatever the case is, I just find my time is a lot better. The only problem with Instagram, I wish it was more user-friendly. on a, It's very user-friendly. On a laptop? Not on a laptop. Oh, yeah. Not. Well, that's because it's made for a phone. It's made I for know. my generation. They don't have laptops. They have little tablets but and iPads. How, how, how Twitter is so easily used on a laptop. Anyways. Anyways. All right. So, Taylor, uh, this next one. Dunking a hot... So, this uh, kind of went around the internet. This. I know. Yes. Dunking a hot dog in beer is acceptable behavior. Taylor, factor cap. Oh. I don't know if i do it, but... Don't they don't they cook brats and beer sometimes they do. too? Yeah, yeah, I mean it's not the, not a lot different than that. I think it might taste no half, wrong half way to have a good time, yeah. right? <laughs> Trev, 
I saw the video. You're t- it was at a Dodger game, right? I, I can't confirm that, but I, 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 I think it was. I, I could be wrong. Um, the, here's the I think thing, it was Taylor, and, and, and you'll know this because you <laughs> did it when you did the hot dog eating contest with yeah. Mace. The the bun in the liquid, beer, water, or otherwise, mm-hmm. is done to facilitate get it down really really yeah, you gotta quickly. get it down soggy bread is about the most disgusting thing that exists in the world i don't know why you'd want to go that way and to your point taylor like cooking them in beer is a really good way to kind of infuse that beer flavor but once it's cooked and it's in your bun and you're dunking it in your 46 dollar uh beer at the ball game that sounds awful i'm that's a hard pass so a couple things number one none of it made sense to me why would why would you be dunking the bun that's disgusting yeah. inside of a beer. Now, all of a sudden, you have remnants of the actual bun and the hot dog in your point. beer that's just settling down at the bottom. Like, all of that seems so disgusting. It's like a prize. To me. It's like Cracker Jack. You, you know what's funny? When, when, when you mentioned the hot dog eating contest, I, I, I was doing research on this. Okay, how do you do this? Of course you did. You were, yeah, I had a bowl of water that you dip the bun in and you squeeze and you would just eat. It was disgusting, absolutely disgusting. How is this guy completely okay with doing it at a game? Yeah, it's gross. There, but like, look how comfortable no, he was. There's no acceptable. It's like he was. He was just enjoying the game in some guacamole. That's how. <laughs> at least there was no condiments on it. There was no. It didn't seem that there was any mustard or ketchup on it. It even, didn't get in the beer. Even so, like, I, I just why well, I, I don't know. Have a bite of your dog, a sip of your beer, bite of your Disgusting. dog, sip of your beer. It seems like a better sip, way to go. The about sip it. helps it all flow yeah, down. So it's it's yeah. almost as if you were dipping in it anyway. So I have one yeah. last one for you guys. So. A uh, 92-year-old grandmother went uh, viral on TikTok this past weekend. She's got more followers she, than us. She she does. I, I watch her every day. So uh, she had one viral for her funeral rules. So her funeral rules were you can cry, but not too much. Bertha isn't invited. And get drunk afterwards. So you personally have these kinds of funeral rules. Alan, Dr. Cap. Cap, I guess I just <laughs> thought too much about it. Some people really, have, you know, kind of plan out, and I'm assuming that's going to be later on in my life. Maybe when I plan it, but for me, I, I, I don't. Be, have, I got can't no be rules. overly prepared for this. We're all day to day, you know. Ireland's not invited to Ireland, right? I got no. <laughs> Just Ireland kidding. Ireland come. I got no. I got no rules. I, what, however, you want to feel or do, do you and call it a day. The Woj fu- is definitely invited. The Woj funeral is. needs to be whatever the person was, right? If the person is kind of a, a, a casual party sort of person where you just want to hang out, then I want my, for instance, my funeral, let's do a taco guy. Let's have people hang out. We'll have a few beers. We'll tell some stories. We'll laugh. I'm okay if the TV's on. Like all of those things that I'm 100% okay with. If you have somebody that's got, uh, you know, a stick along their back, so to speak, and everything's very formal and whatnot, then we'll leave the TV off and we'll all we'll all sit there and be very sad with long faces. It needs to represent the person that's in the box. Well, on top of that, I will just say there's a cultural thing in this too. Certain cultures, much different than others. Middle Eastern culture, yeah, there's no way having a TV on and having a taco guy. Why not? What if you love tacos and TV and they They want to celebrate your life? (laughs) That's my point. The the, the dead guy is the guy that's being honored. Shouldn't we celebrate what he or she liked? Very quickly before we move on. 92-year-old grandmother on TikTok, you watch her every day? Yeah, she does these like uh, little fit checks. She, she just goes, like fit hey, checks. fit check, it's me, your grandma. And then she yep. goes, I got this shirt from Goodwill, and yep. these shoes are also from Goodwill. from Goodwill. Or she'll say, like, um, I don't have a boyfriend because I don't want a boyfriend. I'll, want sh- I'll send it to you guys. She doesn't want one. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. She's, a, she's enjoyable. Sure. Every day? 
That seems like a lot. It's kind of baller for her at 92. I, I get that. Good. I get why other 92-year-olds may be interested in that, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. The beer and the hot dog is uh, a really, really gross thing to do along the way. Yeah, take a bite of your hot dog. <laughs> I have a theory. At some point, take a sip of your beer. It's one more game away. Would you from record? Be- would you record somebody who's doing that? No. That's what I'm saying too. No. Even the recording of it, I'm like, I wouldn't feel comfortable recording no, somebody else doing that and saying I'm posting it up. Not my thing. I'm one game away from being right about something all over again. Get in line. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. You ever had yes. a theory okay. that at first blush, you're like, nah, no, that's not true. That's not true. And then it just kind of gets more true as time goes by. And then there's more evidence, more evidence to the point where it becomes pretty obvious that you were right way ahead of the curve. What's the theory? I have always said mm-hmm. that Kyrie Irving is one of the most overrated players in this entire league and has been from the moment he got in here. Kyrie Irving has accomplished nothing in this league unless LeBron James was standing right next to him. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not that, that that is a compliment to LeBron. LeBron is that good that, and I know that he's got the handle, I know he can shoot, I know he's super fun to watch. But they're one more loss away from having another team just go poof. Before LeBron went back to Cleveland, bad Kyrie teams. He goes to Boston, he doesn't play, they're good, he comes back, they're worse. This is the first season where he's played kind of quasi in Brooklyn, and they're one game away from being swept in the first round. And I get it, Boston is a really good team, they're playing great defense, but can we please stop with this mega star Kyrie? He's super fun to watch, Lee, but my goodness, shouldn't he shouldn't he be able to win a game here and there, a series here and there as the best player on his team? I think I lean more towards you to begin with, because if I can have Kyrie be the second or third best player on my team, it's a good team, right? He's now, the second best player on this team. Now, when I, and, and let me let me phrase it properly because you're mentioning LeBron James as being his running mate. When there was a game on the line for an NBA championship, Kyrie's okay with stepping up and hitting a three. He's not a wimp. Kind he's, of a, he's not kind scared. Of a, kind I, of a cold-blooded. For sure. Nobody's questioning the handles. Nope. Nobody's questioning the skill set. Nobody's fun. questioning – how he gets to the basket. When he gets going, he gets going. You're right about all that. But I, I don't want to just put – because he is overrated. That That's there, – there's no question that, about that. that. Well, we got Kyrie, so? But, but let, let, <laughs> let's, stop, let's stop for a second here. Kevin Durant is also about to get swept by the Boston Celtics. Remember we were talking about this before the playoffs started, and I mentioned to you, I'm like, Trev, Boston had the choice – Hey, if we sit our guys in this final game, you avoid Brooklyn in round one. You know mm-hmm. what they did? We're going to blow out Memphis by 25. Brooklyn, come over to Boston and let's get to work. Boston takes a 3-0 lead. I don't want to just put this on just Kyrie. I mentioned this when I said frauds and you thought I was saying frogs this morning. Bro, they're frauds. They're fugazis. I don't know how else to describe the Brooklyn Nets. They are. Kevin Durant on the biggest stage. Think about Kevin Durant over, over the course of his career. This is the biggest difference between Kevin Durant and LeBron James. KD, when he was with franchises that he had to do everything, versus LeBron when he was with a franchise that he had to do everything. The franchise that he had to do, let me use this as an example. Oklahoma City Thunder with Kevin Durant, 
Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James. What do both of those franchises have in common? They're not good franchises, mm-hmm. right? And, and Sam Presti's doing everything he can. LeBron can still get you a chip and pretty much take you to the finals almost every year. Then he goes to an organization, LeBron does, in Miami, where, no, 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 this is run really, really well. KD goes to the Golden State Warriors. This is run really, really well. They both win championships while they're there. KD now in Brooklyn. LeBron comes over to the Lakers. I'm not telling you LeBron went back to Cleveland, too, and got one. And got one. I'm not telling you LeBron's tenure with the Lakers is perfect because, of course, it's They not. got one. They got one. They yeah, won a championship. It's not perfect, but they got one. So no matter what happens moving forward, they got one. KD right now is getting outplayed by Tatum, and it ain't even close. It's not even close. No, it's, it's not, not even close. It's not. Now, I, I think that has as much to do with Tatum as it does with K- – KD has not played well. Don't get me wrong. But here, here's the thing that LeBron does. Ky- and, Kyrie's and, overrated, 100%. 100%. Overrated and a distraction, and it seems and, – and I've said this before, and I believe that this is probably the most true thing you can say about any athlete in any sport. I don't think it matters, baseball, basketball, football. Take your pick. It doesn't matter. If when you leave, no one's sorry to see you go, that tells you all you need to know. When you walk out of the building and everybody's like, oh, my goodness, thank goodness, finally. Yeah, but he's a really good player. Fine, I don't care. Let's just let's move on to the next thing. That sounds like Harden, to be it, honest with it, you. It's very similar yeah. to that. that it, and I think that they're kind of the, – the difference being Harden is the best player on those Rockets teams. They got pretty damn close. You, you know what I did? They got it. pretty damn close. They, they, True. They, True. They, they were a good team for a couple of years. He was unequivocally their best player. And, and – they but got Harden close. at this stage. No, no, no. Harden, they, he's out of shape. Okay, this, this, yeah. this is one thing I didn't understand. Come trade deadline, and there was all the conversation between the Nets and the and the Philadelphia 76ers. I understand why Philly wanted Harden because they thought, okay, not only – Ben Simmons isn't even playing. So mm-hmm. you're basically taking the same squad, and you're adding James Harden. You did lose Seth Curry and a couple other guys. I understand why Brooklyn was so – why didn't you just play out the season? Why didn't you play James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant? James, we know you want to leave. We're going to wait till the offseason. I'm going to steal Key's line. I, I'm going to steal Key's line because it, 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 when I heard it the first time, I kind of went, huh? But now that I'm seeing it play out over and over and over again, the second one of those guys tells you they don't want to be there, you need to move them because if they're there and they don't want to be there, the toxicity of the environment can become really about bad. about to get swept in the first they, round. They are. They are. It's a bad deal. Go back to KD here for a second. Does he not look – I know he's still a really good player. I know that he still is one of the great offensive players of all time, et cetera, et cetera. Does he not look real old all of a sudden? Like slow and 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 just not quite as sp- and he's played a ton of minutes this season. I think he's averaging forty three minutes a game in this in series. Playoffs. He had to play a bunch of minutes just to get them mm-hmm. into the playoffs to start with, and it just feels like he's running on empty. That it feels like a guy who is in his what is he fifteenth, sixteenth season, something like that. That because LeBron is doing what he does, like well, LeBron still does it. Mm-hmm. We have to stop comparing people oh, to him. Well, by it's the way, so unfair to everybody else. And there's no comparison. No. You know, if you want to look at resume results, blah, 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 there's no comparison. When you lose, when you're a guy like KD, remember game one, how they lost? They lost at the buzzer mm-hmm. to uh, to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Game two, they were up 10. Boston comes back and wins that game. The older you get and you start losing those games, you, need to catch you got a young 27, 26, 28-year-old. You got guys that are there that – and even the older players for the Celtics you're not depending as much on, got to cash those in. They're down 0-3, and there is – it feels like there's zero vibe that they're coming it back. It happens to everybody, right? The, the, the old established megastar, Kevin Durant, 
and the guy that's really good and kind of figured it out all of a sudden, Jason Tatum. Now Jason Tatum has taken his game to that next level. Durant's his frauds just a little bit, and Fugazies. they're putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Brooklyn Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Netflix has another uh, sports documentary yeah, in the works. I yep. uh, think I'm into it. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.